Mike, turn your games down. All right, we're going to learn what are you playing for February of 2024, and who's playing some, who's playing Marvel Snap with me tonight? Yeah, that's what we're going to do. I am Joe Butler, and you wouldn't believe what I'm eating in this dungeon. I'm Blair Farrell from comicbookvideogames.com, and I don't even think I want to know what you're eating in said dungeon. I am Carson. I am a random guest on here. I'm going to talk Power World and Power World only. <laughs> um, I also stream under uh, Desert Corruption on Twitch, so getting that started off the ground. So come join. All right. Hi, everybody. I'm Cody from Night Owl Gaming. And uh, I, hey, I heard about this podcast on the internet. I heard it's Neato <laughs> Torpedo. <laughs> I hope more people hear. Hey, I make TikToks. Well, barely, but uh, I need to make more people listen to it. So, as we are here for what we do every month, we do what do you play in? As I said at the top of the episode, this is for February 2024 because I have to stick to my normal pattern when I change it. Uh, so each month I joined by a few friends and we just talk about whatever the hell we've been up to. And uh, we always started off with the one game that unfortunately no one plays but me that I seem to recruit lately. Uh, Marvel Snap! I'm still playing it nonstop, every day. Too much. But game's still great. We're currently in the in, uh, Black, Black Order season. So they added Black Swan, who I don't even know who the hell Black Swan is from the comics. Never heard of her. Uh, that's weird to me. Blair, do you know who that character is? The name rings a bell, but it escapes me at the moment, so I'm going to need a visual aid. Okay. Let me... Never heard of him either. I didn't either. I think the algorithm's getting to me, Mike, because the other day I was, like, on YouTube. The help any? She's pretty. I can put the cart. Well, I mean, the picture's terrible <laughs> that you can see the video. But, yeah, I, I never heard of her. Like, I, I feel like I know Marvel pretty good. But, yeah, she's a season pass card. I'm like, who the fuck is this? And, like, I was even dumb enough when I was reading some of, the, like, the... The mission base, like, oh, yeah, they're like, he's Black Swan. I'm like, who's Black Swan? Even though I already paid the 10 bucks and bought the card, but I had no idea who it was. They also added, they're adding Super Giant to the game. Another character, I have no idea who she is. Oh, they're, uh, so, you know, in Infinity War and Thanos basically had all those generals and none of them yeah. are named except yeah. for <laughs> Ebony Ma, or he just calls them the Ma. It's like those people. Okay, oh, I, I, I think, think I remember they that switched name some of the names because, like, they didn't want to call one of them Super Giant or they took them out. I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched Infinity War. Supergiant wasn't, at least the name isn't in there. I don't think the character was either. They did have Cole Sabian, which is in the game, comes in next next week, which I'm buying. <laughs> well, not next week you're hearing this, but next week the time of this recording. And then uh, they're also adding Cordius Glaive and Proxima Midnight. They're adding those two, which were in the movie. Yeah, those are the only two I know. They're from Same. The I, I don't read enough modern comics, and I apparently just read DC comics right now for some reason. Because I think DC comics are better, even though I like Marvel characters better. <laughs> yeah, so no, it's fun. I mean, the game gets my money every 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 month more than it should get. Because I yeah, but I love it. Like yesterday, I was like, oh, I want this variant, but I don't have enough. I don't have enough currency. And like, oh, they have a bundle, so I just spent ten dollars. I'm like, what did I just do? So, but I love this game. I was I was gonna say it 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 rubs off, Mike. The algorithm gets to me because the other day I was listening to the last. What are you playing? And I was on YouTube and I got an ad that was like, hey, do you like playing paying for games but not having people spend a lot of money to cheat and win play marvel snap because we <laughs> we have different things every month and i'm like god damn it i just listened to that episode too hey you're it, to be fair i don't really think it's pay to win i mean yes some of the new cards can be brutally good but usually they fix the game pretty quickly they don't let anything that's too good run run for too long 
So that doesn't, yeah. I mean, like Blob was like a killer card for a little bit. And there was a combo that I, and I took advantage of this because I, I got Blob and I was just winning nonstop because he couldn't kill my Blob. And then they, they, they fixed it where he's still a good card, but he's not, in the, he's not going from, he used to, uh, for those that some people understand me, but just kind of give it like he basic is he could, you could turn him into like a, a 50, 50 power, which you cannot beat. And now they capped him at 15. So it's, he's still a very good card, but he can't become the monster he was. So it, it's, it's better. The game is always changing. They're always updating things. They're always nerfing cards that need it and buffing cards that don't get played. They try to make changes every 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 couple of weeks, and it's a good game. I mean, still got me. Yes. Uh, uh, I'll always remember uh, playing the X-Men Arcade and getting to yeah. the blob and saying, no one moves. That's <laughs> all I've been thinking of since you mentioned the blob and not being able to move him. Well, his ongoing is you can't move him to. He also sucks in all the like his original ability sucks in every card in your deck and gets and gains their power. Now he just gains up to fifteen, and then whatever the last card is can put him over that. But yeah, it's funny the ongoing is cannot be moved. <laughs> so they did keep that, even though it's completely useless because nobody's moving anybody's cards that often because that's not a good. It's never meta. Moving is not meta in this in this game ever. It, it's not a good. deck. I mean, it can be good. I've seen people kick ass and move decks against me, but it's complicated. Nobody's doing it. Yeah, I think I heard or read somewhere that his that his power, his I mean his mutant ability is like he's just a super massive walking black hole that's just super heavy and super balanced. Like that's why he he can't be moved. I guess. But yeah, no, I think the same thing the X-Men game. But yeah, that kind of gave me also and then Marvel Snap, they had the Planet Hulk season that just ended. That was pretty good. But no, the game keeps the game keeps being great and I keep paying to play it every every month like an idiot, and I love it. So, hey, you know, play Marvel Snap. I mean, I still think even if you got in now, even though the game's been going on for well over a year, I think you could still enjoy the game just fine, and it wouldn't take away if you hadn't been playing this whole time. So that's that's my Marvel Snap corner. That's enough. <laughs> and Cody, what is something you've been playing? Well, I, I've actually been playing a lot more games lately. I've, I've been starting to... Uh, I got scared by Best Buy stopping their uh, carrying of uh, physical videos, um, or the announcement, rather. The Best Buy near me still has videos for some reason. But the things that I've been playing that I think were have been really fun is uh, with all this talk about Pal World, I, <laughs> uh, I did give it a shot. It's interesting. I, I don't think it's as like Pokemon as people think it is. I mean, I haven't played like Arceus or the most recent versions of Pokemon, so it may be more like those. But the last Pokemon game I've put time into was Shield. I mean, that was, uh, I don't know, like 2016, 2017. But anyway, uh, in the spirit of Power World, I decided to play an actual Pokemon like, and I'm playing uh, Cassette Beasts. Uh, Cassette Beasts is a, it's a 2D pixelated Pokemon game, but instead of Pokemon, you have a tape player, like a cassette player, and the Pokemon are like literal knockoff Pokemon, and you get blank tapes, and you can, um, okay, can you guys still hear me? My mic thing, my yep, mic indicator through. turned yeah. off. Okay. And uh, so basically, like, to capture, po- I forgot what they're called, they're, like, I'll just say Pokemon, to capture the Pokemon, you write them to a blank tape, and so, like, you lower their power by, and by attacking them, and instead of just having the po- the Pokemon out itself, you turn into the Pokemon. Uh, there's a lot of like very weird like anime rules, like way more anime than Pokemon is. Like, uh, yeah, so you people get uh, dropped into this world. Uh, you just wash up ashore, and this isn't spoiling anything. But basically, 
you find out that this world is like a world between worlds and like people don't know how they got there and nobody's been able to leave. So I haven't gotten very far in the game. Um, I just started it recently, but that's been a lot of fun um, and definitely more of a Pokemon like if, say, Power World didn't scratch the Pokemon itch that you wanted. Um, and I'd, I'd recommend Cassette Beast. It's on Game Pass. I don't know if it's on PlayStation, but I've been playing it on Game Pass. I've gotten a little further and I've seen a little bit further in Power World. That game has a very cool features instead of gym instead of gym battles they have what is essentially world bosses and uh because the game's what would you say like 16 bit yeah because the game is 16 bit the bosses are made with different art if i can describe it without spoiling that much are, but, are you talking power world or cassette beast cassette beasts okay and the the one thing that i think is interesting is you the music changes depending on what cassette beast you have and later on in the game you basically get uh uh, it's like a combination of songs and they also add lyrics. So there's like over 300 songs in the game with like different lyrics and different beats and different mixes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a pretty fun game so far. I've been I've been reviewing the ba- or testing out the backbone controller uh, for my phone. And uh, I thought like, hey, if there's a game that that's worth playing handheld on Xbox, it'd probably be a Pokemon clone. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's been pretty fun. The you know it doesn't have like perfect latency with uh with playing wirelessly yet so like I, I try to play like turn based games and stuff like that when I play handheld but yeah it's been super fun so far I heard about it before actually somebody mentioned it before on one of these episodes and it looks cool yeah I, I don't know if I'm if I'm gonna like stick with it forever but I'm definitely gonna keep giving it a few more goes because y- you can save at any point which is also awesome so yes. like kind of like Pokemon so. Like I can play it while I'm falling asleep and then just like finish a battle and go to sleep, you know, and like and that's totally great. So just being able to jump in, jump out, you know, pretty easy. Sometimes that's all you need. Like you just, yeah. you know, you need short, you need games that are just that are com- will complement your time and, and respect your time. Absolutely. Hey, hey, Cody, do you have to pay anything for the backbone? Because I've seen it, but I also saw something called like a backbone pass or something. Uh, so that is the one thing that I hate about the backbone controller so far is there is an accompanying app and it is it is very pushy about their backbone subscription service. I have not once tried to like uh, so when you set up that you have to download the app to set it up. So I created my account and all that. But then it asks it won't let you go into the main backbone OS without signing up for a sample of their subscription service. And so I have not even once gone into the software, but after that initial setup, it just works. Uh, so like I can open up uh, Xbox, uh, the Xbox app and uh, play my Series X remotely um, and the controller just works. It plugs into my phone. They have a lightning version if you have an older iPhone and they also have a USB-C version and it's compatible with both Android and iOS. Um, but you just have to make sure that you get the correct connector for your device. They also made a piss yellow one for Death Stranding. Oh, gross. But oh, also <laughs> another thing that I want to be clear about with this. So th- there are some boxes that say that it comes with a month of Game Pass Ultimate and three months of Apple Arcade. Those are good if you have never had one of those accounts before. So like if you were thinking that you would like like I did, I thought, well, hey, this comes with a free month of of Game Pass Ultimate. I already pay for Game Pass Ultimate. 
it'll kind of help comp for the cost of the controller a little bit. You know, like, no, it doesn't work. It won't let you redeem it if you are a current Xbox Live uh, subscriber. Yeah, that sucks. I've had that happen sometimes when I see when I get a free month or so from Discord or some or 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 yeah. uh, or or YouTube or something for being their their red or nitro or whatnot. I can't use it since I already have Game Pass, and that that sucks when it happens. Yeah, you know, it, it, like I said, I think it's a. It's like a hundred bucks, and uh, it actually it also comes with an adapter. So if you have like a larger phone, like I have a thirteen Pro Plus, so it's a little older. It's not like the you know the newest uh, thing, uh, but it is big and it fits my my phone totally fine. Yeah, fun. It sounds cool. Other than the fact that like I would not want to have to pay for that that just sounds annoying. Have to pay to have, but if you don't need to do it to control it, then that's okay. But. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to use the Backbone app at all. I, in fact, I recommend staying away from it. Like, I, I don't like signing up for more things than I have to. They also have a a white version. So, like, I got the, I, it's not next to me, but I have the black one, and then they also have a white one that I guess is officially sponsored by PlayStation because it has their logo, their logos on it. <laughs> so, if you want the black one that looks like an Xbox and has the Xbox font, but is not officially licensed by Xbox or the official PlayStation white one. You know, they both work on any. It's kind of like a, when you play God of War on PC, you can use your Xbox controller. It's fine. Okay. I think my biggest hurdle with all of that is that I perpetually keep my iPhone in an OtterBox because I don't trust myself not to break it. <laughs> That's and fair. getting this Same, out yeah. of here and out of the case is an ordeal. So, like, for me to have to take off my phone's condom and then basically hook up that controller, <laughs> it just sounds that, like too much yep. effort. I have an OtterBox case. It's one of the thinner ones. You can see it's not really, like, a bulky OtterBox or anything like that. I, I have to take it out. I have to uh, take it out of the case. Uh, I don't see your video, Cody, if you're trying to show it. Oh, uh, well, I I was showing it, but it's it's just kind of one of those, like, silicone, like, you know, tight wrap case. It's, it's not a thick one like those, I don't know, like a like an otter box or I don't know what other uh, yeah. military those military grade ones you see, um, but yeah, it doesn't like I, I don't know how how you could have a much slimmer phone case than this one, and I have to take it off each time. So because I I see a bunch of stuff on Apple Arcade all the time. Like I saw there was that 3D Sonic game that came out. I think it was before Christmas. That's been better than any 3D Sonic game made by Sonic Team. Not that that's overly hard. <laughs> uh, and there was like a Ninja Turtles game like last summer, and I think someone's I think it was. Phoebe Stanton, Let's Play Princess, and also said there was like a Rayman game as well. And those all sound really cool, but I don't have a Mac. And again, just it's too much work to take off this or my phone's battery just really crappy now, too. So, yeah, it just seems like a pain in the ass. They do. Uh, there's another company that makes like a clip where you can just like clip the phone to either a PlayStation or Xbox controller and then. So basically, you're just playing the with the controller like under the phone. So oh. and, and I think that clip is like 10 bucks and it's like it's a way cheap because the backbone is $100 as well. So this is a $100 thing. But or you could buy a $10 clip and just use your Xbox or PlayStation controller or whatever controller you have. As long as it has Bluetooth and can connect to your phone, basically Xbox or PlayStation will use it. Remote, remote play is getting super easy and it, it you know but you're right like having to take your case off every single time it's so annoying because like i have a wireless charger next to my bed and so it's like to plug it in to play it i have to plug it you know take it out of the case plug it into my into the controller take it out of the controller and then put it back into like either into my case and onto the charger or just straight onto the charger and it's like 
have to keep undoing it and you don't want the you know the connector to bend when you take it out so you have to be you know super careful taking it out of the case and and the charger and it's it, you know it's yeah. a lot but it's it's fine really if annoying. you're looking for if you don't want to like go for like a like a steam deck or uh like a an ally or something like that those are very expensive if you have a phone you know a hundred dollars you could do worse but I also don't I didn't do expect to gaming. talk about the backbone. I also played Sea of Stars. <laughs> <laughs> I cried when a guy died. Like <laughs> Sea of Stars looks really good though. Like I am yeah, curious about it. Yeah, I got a I got a little ways into that, maybe an hour or two and it's worth finishing. If Carson, back. if you have more to say about it, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Like I fucking love the game. I I ordered the physical version. They I think it's I am eight bit. They put out a vinyl record and a and a physical version. So I I went to get the physical myself because I just loved it so much. Uh, what I what I can say for now is the story is kind of cool. The whole uh be, the best friends with the special power going on a trip like destiny whatnot and their and 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 one of their friends who doesn't have it can't still tag along and be contributing that was pretty cool yeah and, garl, uh, i love garl garl is so cool garl the game looks ahead. i i have not played it but it looks cool i'm waiting for it to go on sale <laughs> yeah the uh uh it's on game pass i think yeah it's on yeah. game pass and ps plus it, it was uh it's i think it's the first game to do both day one mm-hmm. i think i think that's the case yeah, and the and the the fighting of the uh, of the battle system, I need to get some getting used to because some because some of those timings are tight. Yeah, it you have to pay attention, but it is a it's if you like so it, it's turn based, and sometimes there'll be a little timer over your enemies' heads, and that's the number of turns until they attack. So it can help you prioritize like who you should be killing first. And then sometimes there'll be little slots that roll out that if you use certain attacks, you can negate their that enemy's attack completely. So let's say there there'll be like a slug looking guy and have a clock with a two and there will be a sun, a sword, little image and a moon. That means if you attack them with the solar magic, lunar magic and a sword attack, then their attack will be completely canceled. But if you don't get all of them, then it reduces the power of their attack. So you do at least get some benefit from from knocking out their little roulette wheel or a slots wheel. Yeah, I might get back to it someday. But once it goes on sale, I'm picking it up because I really enjoyed Chain Echoes from last year, from 2022. <laughs> so this and it was like the next game, of, you know, to, the next like must play RPG that people are talking about. And I like indie stuff. So I, I definitely look forward to playing it. I'm just sad I won't get to see the uh, the the. I can't think of a clever word to say for this, the completion. This won't be in the game anymore, huh? Too bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna uh, talk about that. I have to. It's, I find it hilarious. Yeah, <sighs> but I, I thought it was funny they patched him out. So I'm like, good, good for them. I just don't like. I don't like that guy. Sometimes. <laughs> Plus, I just find it amusing to find people that are, you know, got famous from YouTube and stuff end up being not good people. So that's all. Joe, what is something you've been playing? Uh, I know two games that other people are going to talk about, so I'm probably going to hop on them whenever they play it. Both I've been playing with my partner, so I'm having a different experience with it. So I'm talking about the other game I'm playing with my partner. I am playing Enshrouded, which is basically just a Soulsborne knockoff survival game. You're basically put in a world where something happened and a bunch of mushrooms took over and like 90% of the map is covered in the mist and you only have, I want to say about seven minutes to like, basically run through the mist because you are 
a surprise enshrouded it uh it, it's it's a basic soul souls and survival you know you, you have your own base building it uses snap so snap something it's same thing power world has where everything snaps together and it's easier to build houses and such like that you know and you uh you have to find npcs and save npcs from cryogenic t- uh, chambers and they add more stuff to the game so you know you can do as much as you can but you know you have a blacksmith that eventually builds starts building weapons and then they also have their own side quest where you can you know like the blacksmith needs an and needs to go you can go find his anvil and go find his smelter and the more stuff you find for him the more he gets upgraded and stuff like that it's very very survivalist and things like that you know it's 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 whatever everybody's playing nowadays so okay that does sound like i, I don't i stay away from those games they're they're funner with friends because uh the there's you can either go with uh like sword and board you can go that way and then also go more tank or go more into like a bow and arrow. There's a bow and arrow ability you can also have, which I'm also going to. And then my partner also has, because he's a huge magic fan, he has a bunch of magic abilities he's going for. So he has a wand that shoots out different spells. And there's also a staff that can also be equipped with like lightning or fire, or ice and healing magic. So he sits there and heals me while I get my ass kicked. Okay. All right. And Blair, what is a game you've been playing that you reviewed on your website? I'm, at least you haven't yet. I know you will be. And it's funny because like I there's so many things now where I'm I'm really behind on doing any work because I'm kind of evaluating what I want to do going forward because my time is getting less and less. And even like I do a game of the year thing, but I already did your show and I was on the electric playground rocking and ray guns talking about Justice League. So that's two things that probably get more views than me spending all this time to do stuff for my website. I was going to do in January, and I know we'll get to the big one, the new one, but I got a new console after I ordered it for my birthday in May of 2023. No, or was it 2022? Yeah, it was 2022. Yeah. Uh, and I got it in December of 2023. Uh, and what it is, it's, it's the Polymega. Uh, it's from a company called Play Magi. I, I've seen it on the Electric Playgrounds, the YouTube channel. Essentially what it is, it's a console that's natively out of the box on the standard edition. It runs PlayStation, Sega CD, Sega Saturn, I think Turbo Graphic CD, and I'm probably missing one. And it's for all regions. So you basically like you can put in your discs and play them natively or you can put them in and it's basically build a digital library. So what I've been doing, like I bought a bunch of Japanese Sega Saturn Marvel fighting games that were never released here or cheaper because Sega Saturn games are nightmarishly high price in North America uh, and just all my PlayStation games. And then last year, there's a system you can buy like add on modules. So you can get one for Nintendo or any uh, Super Nintendo Genesis, and they just put out one for N64, which I got. So I can, you can take off the, you can slide off kind of one and put in the other. So what I, I think that was what I was most excited about because N64 games are getting harder and harder to play. Uh, I know most of the best ones are on Nintendo Switch online, but I have things like like Mischief Makers and Resident Evil 2 and even something dumb like Mortal Kombat Mythologies, which are never getting re-released <laughs> again. And you just pop them in, like N64 games install in seconds, and you can just play them on a regular display via HDMI. Um, it's not the best quality. Like, I know, like, NSO things look kind of sharp. These basically look 
how they did on the N64, which is not great. <laughs> but, and this is just a me thing, like me playing Superman, the new Superman Adventures with a Nintendo 64 on a 4K TV is like pretty, <laughs> it's worth the price of admission. I know That's... my fiance ordered me the Genesis version. I think that one's coming soon. I was going to ask if that console that you were discussing earlier was that modular console. I've I've been really curious about that. Is it like super easy to to change out the modules or like oh, how yeah. far have you gotten into it? There's just like a button and you pull it in and slide it out and then slide in the new ones. And then like it's compatible with a lot of controllers. So I have a wireless Sega Saturn RetroBit controller. I have a wired one. It works with the PlayStation 1 controller that came with the PlayStation 1 Classic. I have a I don't remember the name of it because I have like the Brawler 64. It's those brands. And I basically tricked it into getting. Yeah, I tricked it into getting that to work. Uh, The base controller is not great. The triggers or the the buttons don't feel the best. But the N60, the N64 module comes with a controller. That's okay. But I have the Brawler 64, which is my go to. Most of my library has gone in. I don't know why it it reads X-Men Mutant Academy 2, but it won't install it. And then I sent a ticket to the company, but I don't think they got it. I'm going to follow up on it. Um, I think they're getting everything straightened up now. But if you have like it's a great system, if you have a big library, but it's not something I would recommend if you're only now getting into buying old games, which are obscenely expensive. Because the thing about all these old games now is that it's getting harder and harder to play them because as displays evolve and things wear out. And even like I have a CRT TV next to me and my N64 doesn't work. So to have all of my games in there and have something like I finished Diddy Kong Racing just because I could because I love that game. I guess the other big one, which I think needs some love, is Prince of Persia Lost Crown. And I understand I, I know that I think some of the numbers came out and they're not great. And I understand why. Because I've kind of been burnt out on Ubisoft games and their house style of just basically making like one game and reskinning it. It's like, here's Far Cry, here's Assassin's Creed, here's a giant map with a bunch of stuff on it. And then they also drop price really fast. Like, I think the Avatar game, which they released in December, dropped price already. But it's really great. Like, I love the... I'm not saying I, I mean, I've been a Prince of Persia fan since like the first one. My first Prince of Persia game, probably like a lot of people, is Sands of Time. And that's one of my favorite games of all time. I love that trilogy and the spinoff that came out and even 2008. So this is basically, it's literally Metroid. And it's better than some of the recent Metroids. Like, I know this is my controversial hot take. I think Metroid Dread <laughs> is trash. I hate Ooh, that game. That's a controversial take. I yeah. hate the the Emmy things. I hate the That's bosses. Fair. To add to that, I I got Dread because I I'm I have not been into too many of the 2D Metroid games, but like I heard a lot of stuff about how great it was, and I think I played it for like 15 minutes, and I was just like I. I'm not meant for for 2D Metroid. <laughs> and <laughs> Prince, of, of Prince of Persia has it. some of those. Pro- I know, like, yeah, I'm I'm in the minority because I know that game sold really well and people love it. But I don't like the integration of soul style combat into everything. Like if I'm playing a Metroid game, the action comes from the movement and the controls. I don't need to have to parry 
like perfectly parry the smallest little thing I just would have shot as an annoyance in Metroid 2 on the Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, and learning fair. these complicated patterns, like especially after playing the Metroid Prime remaster last year, where the bosses are like, these are puzzles, not these tense one-on-one battles. And that's probably my least favorite part of the Lost Crown, is that has a lot of that too. Like the start of it, it's like you have to learn how to parry and then like you get to these boss battles and if you miss something or they hit you it's basically like watching an episode of dragon ball z where you basically have to watch (laughs) for 45 seconds this animation play out and it's like okay i got hit i get it but then once you get out of that and you get the powers and the start exploring the map it's just so much fun like you get kind of an ability to like phase things in and out and you can I mean the I mean if you listen to the player of one podcast, the Kamehameha double jump that you get later on and like the air dash, you're combining all of these things and I just couldn't put it down, which is something that I haven't said about Ubisoft games since like Rayman Origins. <laughs> it looks great. I really wanna play it. I'm just waiting for a sale. Yeah, and that's a bummer thing. I think a lot of people are saying that too, and then I hate the glib comments of, oh, it's it's an indie game. It's like, uh, but y'all paid $100 uh, for Metroid like Metroid it, Dread, and it's better than that. Uh, <laughs> like if, a, you, if you want, you can get their Game Pass, Ubi Plus, whatever it is, to play it. Ah, I'm also a cheap bastard, so mm-hmm. like I... I, plus, I, I can't play anything new. I mean, I, I only play old stuff. I get that, but like, I fear the message is going to be, we put out this excellent game that reviewed really well, and then it's it's like Guardians of the Galaxy over again, where <laughs> someone puts out this excellent game, and everyone says, oh, I don't want to play that. I'm not going to buy it. And then a month later, it drops prices. No one bought it. <laughs> and then the comments on social media are, oh, this is great. Why didn't anybody tell me it was great? And it's like, everyone told you it, it was great. It was great. That game is great. It. And it happened uh, to Midnight Suns, and I think it's going to happen to this in four months' time. I, Everyone's going to buy it for 20 bucks, and they're going to say... Got a, <laughs> I got Guardians of the Galaxy for free on, on the uh, Epic Game Store. It They put it up yep. for free. Yeah. At, the same week we recorded about it, it was wonderful. As, as, <laughs> as much oh, sorry, as I hate... As, as much as I hate to admit it, uh, working at my current job at GameStop, I think I think it'll do fine. I think I think Prince of Persia will be fine. We I haven't had that game since it came out. I've had people come into the store asking for that game and me just being like, just fucking buy it for your fucking console. Like, I think we got a copy in. A dude literally walked in and went, hey, I saw that you have a copy of Prince of Persia. Can I have it? And I was like, OK, so I think <laughs> I think it'll be fine. But I also super doubly agree where. We're going to get it in like a month and everyone's going to be like, this is so good. Why didn't anyone say anything? It's like, no, everyone's been saying it was and it's pretty it's, well made. It's also Don't not be- on Steam. It's yeah. not. That's what I heard. I can tell you in three seconds. It's not. But Prince of Suburbia, which is a hentai game, is on Steam, by the way. I think some people aren't as online as a lot of people yelling at people to play it. No, I've heard good things about it. I've heard a friend of mine, Trey, on the Nintendo Main Podcast, he was talking about it, too. So his glitched. His game ended up glitching and deleted his save, essentially. Oh, so. I, I remember playing yeah, I it that. when... Uh, I remember playing it a little when it was... I don't think it was out-out. It was in their early release thing, but I, I would play for 30 minutes, then it would just shut down and crash on me. 
Yeah, I, I think some numbers came out and it was like, oh, yeah, I think it was Matt Piscatella or someone said it sold like 300,000 units, which in today's like climate is a, a quote unquote failure. But I don't know what the budget is for a game like that. I also didn't gel with the story. Like, I didn't care about what I was doing. And I know you go to these text walls all the time and I'm like, this is just too long. I don't care. It's hard to replicate the magic of the sands of time where you're just invested in this relationship. And you can't do that 2.0 or just keep trying to do that again, which is what they kind of did in 2008 with the Elvica character. But yeah, I highly recommend going out paying full price. Because if anything is, again, people are budget conscious and things like that. But I have a feeling if people don't buy it, then the message at Ubisoft is going to be, well, guess what? We're making Far Cry 10. Oh, it is. Assassin's Creed 27 and The Division 3, which are just going to be the same things. So, yeah. But I guess the big one, (laughs) uh, I because of my (laughs) my website, I picked up Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I have said this on social media and I was going to get out of the way right away. I am friendly with the person who wrote for the game who had to leave Rocksteady because of the treatment of their female staff. So I donated the full retail price of the deluxe edition to a charity for women in the tech industry. I'm just going to get that out right away. (laughs) I don't hate it, but it's it's frustrating and hollow. I think it's Marvel's Avengers 2.0, and I say that because it's a game that has an identity crisis. It wants to have its single-player cake and live service cake and eat it too. And it can't be both. Because, like, the way Avengers are structured was you had story missions, but they were thinly veiled live service missions, like hold this thing, blow up all the things on this thing, go get the loot, and this, this is the same thing. Like, as the story is really engaging because I wanted to see what happened. And the the facial capture on the characters is incredible. Like, especially like Harley Quinn. I mean, it's just she looks like a human being. The boss fights are terrible. I hate every single one of them, <laughs> especially the, bat- the Batman. Well, I mean, when you look at the Arkham games, the Arkham games are great. Yes. The boss fights are terrible, except for Mr. Freeze. Like, think of another fight in the Arkham series where you're like, I love this. I love Bane. Bane and Bane. I don't actually. I like, uh, I Killer think Croc. I like, I think I like the, uh, Clayface fight in City. In City, yeah. yeah. Clayface is good. I feel like Origins had some good fights. Yeah, but that wasn't Rocksteady. Like, the, oh, okay. I know. Probably the, the best fights are Mr. Freeze in Arkham yep. City and then Deathstroke in Arkham Origins, yeah, which wasn't was made by. Yeah, I mean, because, Arkham Knight had, well, Arkham Knight just had tank ship, didn't it? Yeah. Like the I would also say game. Killer Croc from the, from City, I think, was really good when you're in the, when you're in the asylum. sewers. Oh, oh, that's Asylum. Oh, that's yeah, Asylum. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. It's, it's hard to replay those. Every time I have to replay Asylum, I'm like, okay, I have to slowly walk through this. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I know, like, the first one at the gate yeah. is the Flash, and... And I think it's because of the character I'm using, because I was using King Shark, who has a giant minigun and is very used for up-close combat. And the Flash is just this <laughs> tiny little blip in the distance. And I just can't, <laughs> I couldn't find him to shoot him. And then every fight is kind of just, you're in a circular arena, and you have to fight. Like, there's a big thing that happens. 
the Batman fight is, oh, it's so dumb. It's because you think about like how fun it would be to fight, to be on the other side of Arkham Batman. Like he's hiding, he's swooping down, he's setting traps. But it's, I, I don't, I won't get in much detail to spoil it. And then the final fight, which doesn't even feel like a final fight because you basically finish the game and it says, congratulations, keep playing. Give us and money. in that sense, it's sense the game almost feels like an extended tutorial. So that game also confuses me. I'm going to piggyback off Blair because I've also been playing the Suicide Squad game. I've been playing with my partner, but I've been having tons of fun with it. Uh, I'm playing as Deadshot and he's playing as Captain Boomerang, who are the Captain Boomerang, who is probably the funnest character to play as. Who only uses boomerangs, right? See, I think he's the least. I don't I like him the least. Like him and Harley Quinn are the ones I don't because I think the problem with Harley Quinn is that her traversal is swinging and it's. I played three Spider-Man games and I can't go back to crappy swinging swinging. Yeah, that's fair. I even think Black Widow's swinging in Marvel's Avengers is better than hers. I think if I was to pick a second character, it would be Deadshot, but I just love King Shark. It did. Deadshot's pretty I fun to play as. King Shark is like my favorite character because he just seems like a person who just people call the game kind of mean, and I get that, especially after the like the flash fight. It's kind of you know, you're killing the Justice League and something happens. And I was me. like, eh, it's maybe a bit too far. I don't like it that you have to kill them. I mean, I, I didn't even think about it. I mean, I haven't played this game yet. I won't play it for years, most likely. But one of the podcasts I listen to all the time, Comic Conspiracy, he was going on and on a little too on. I was getting annoyed with him, actually. Uh, but he was talking about how, like, it shouldn't be Brainiac trolling them. Brainiac doesn't do this. It should be Starro. I don't like this. Do they not know who the Suicide Squad are? And bitch and bitch and bitch. And, I mean, I'm fine with it. Like, I get it. It's not comic accurate, but it, it does look fun. It just. And see, I that's the thing. It's like, like killing the justice. I am having fun. Like when I'm with King Shark and I'm zipping around and I'm shooting people, it feels really good. Like I, I was shocked about how much I wanted to come home from work and keep playing. And when I had to turn it off and go to bed, I wanted to keep going. Because the moment-to-moment action, it does have that Arkham flow, and you're building up these combos. But the thing is, again, you know, you're playing as these characters, and all of them are just, this one has a machine gun, this one also has a machine gun, this one has a shotgun. And their traversal really defines them. There's also way too too many buttons. I don't know if that you have an issue with that, Blair, but I we're getting to a point in gaming society, we live in a society. We're getting to a point in a game society where there's way too many fucking buttons to do stuff because you have as playing a character, you had a traversal technique. So as Deadshot, I have the ability to have a jetpack and then I have to kickstart it to de- deplete the bar so I can have the jetpack to keep going. So I you, and you can double that, which at the end of the day, I feel like isn't very far, but it's still OK. But then you also have all these other buttons. You know, you have grenades and you have your weapon swaps and you have your reloads and the reloads have, auto, uh, you know, there's a bar to where you can get a perfect reload. And I'm not even sure if that does anything. Yeah, I know. I, all the time I'm thinking about it's like, why not steal the minigame from Gears of War? Like, this is what you're trying <laughs> to do. You're and trying I- to do active reload, only terrible. And Gears of War came out in 2006. I I, I never liked the active reload in Gears. I would always miss it. And remember that 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 Scott Pilgrim slash uh, Contra Metal Slug alike called Mercenary something that had one of those. And I didn't like it as much as I didn't like it as well. 
And I know like we want to talk about like some of them, like the missions where you're just pure shooting are fun, but then you have missions where you have to do certain parameters. And I just watched the Xbox expansion pass review of this Friday morning before work. And they brought up what they didn't like. Like there's missions where your guns don't do any damage and you only can kill people with grenades, but getting grenades is nearly impossible. So a mission that would take five minutes takes 20 because you're just fumbling about trying to get a grenade. That just sounds dumb. I, I didn't have that issue because I think the mission said you have to melee the grunts to get you have to melee the grunts to my, you have to melee the grunts to get grenades. But the other issue I was having was like, oh, you have to use grenades and you have like this. The people that use snipers are the last ones you have to kill, but they're very specifically a, oh, if you get too close, because they're snipers, if you get too close to them, they teleport away. So it's like, so how the fuck am I supposed to toss a grenade at them from like 50 fucking feet? And there's other ones. Now, it it helps later on because, I mean, it's not a spoiler because it was in their Suicide Squad lead up marketing thing. The Poison Ivy is back as a child. And for the sole purpose of giving your weapons like elemental things, because you have missions where you can only kill people with critical hits. And if you don't critical hit them, they get their life back. And I didn't know what I had to do. (laughs) But then later on, you get like an electric power where if you can shock someone, every shot is a critical hit. But that's not until the last towards the end of the game. So, so it's it's very polarizing. Like I I think I don't hate it, but I want to like it more than what I do. <laughs> what are you playing on? Uh, PlayStation Five. Oh, to be fair, it's also like crossplay. So maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll see since you're playing as King Shark. Let you let you play Five Time or something. You can play like an hour with me and my partner and see how much fun we're having. Maybe you'll have fun with more people because I'm having tons of fun with my partner. See, I and, think from what I I was watching the Greg Miller review and he said, like, when you play now, I'm done the story now. So I'm just basically faffing about Metropolis, like just missions are just spawning and I'm getting Riddler stuff, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I don't even know why he's here just because it's a nostalgic, I guess, or the Riddler is there. But his things are like, if you thought the things in Arkham Knight where you had to go through the racetracks were weird now it's basically superman 64 where it's like go through rings oh. uh, i i i love the driving the uh batmobile thing through those i like the uh batmobile in arkham knight bigger on me too yeah i i i thought the driving was a little bit it, it could have felt more arcadey because it was kind of hard to steer sometimes but i i didn't hate it either i I really hated like the Deathstroke fight at the end, especially when it was like a tank battle with Deathstroke when you had the Arkham Origins thing. Don't you mean uh, uh, Red Hood? No, there, there's DLC or, or with Deathstroke. No, well, it's not I DLC. Think there's if, just an ending with Deathstroke. Yeah, once Red Hood, once he fought, like if you get to a certain point and I think you don't have something done, like basically Deathstroke takes over the army. He takes it off no matter what, but you can't do the fight until you take out the majority of the, like the yeah. outposts and things. Then you unlock a final fight with Deathstroke. Yeah, I see. Go listen to our episode, Arkham Knight. It's somewhere in the catalog. So, think- yeah, the, the campaign isn't very long. Um, I started Sunday after I finished Prince of Persia, and I had it done by Thursday night. Just playing an hour Ooh. or two a night. I, I like short campaigns where a game I buy for $15 in a humble bundle. I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> it 
it's worse than that. I don't know if Blair knows. Uh, but real quick, one thing that's also really fun, too, is whenever you play with other people during the storyline, whenever you defeat a mission, it gathers your points and there makes someone else a team leader. And so whoever becomes team leader actually gets to pick what mission you get to go on next. So like basically like my partner who keeps winning because he's having more fun than me. Since he's winning, he gets to pick what mission goes next. And I can't I can't pick which one we go next to. So he'll pick the <laughs> he'll play the harder ones first. But there if Blair, I don't know what the ending is. I'm 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 assuming something, but I'm not gonna say it out loud. The bat the season pass is free, apparently. So all that what? stuff with yeah, so all that stuff with the Joker coming up, that's all going to be free. That's not yeah, bad. I mean, it's the same thing as Avengers, where it's like, oh, this is free, and you only have to pay for cosmetics, and I've heard this song yeah. and dance again and again and again. I don't know. The It's it's such a weird thing, because, I mean, it's taken this long for Rocksteady to publish a game. Like, Arkham Knight was 2015, I think Arkham VR was 2016, that's like a two-hour experience. And in that time, like it came out where someone had to basically become a whistleblower for the company and the two founders left. And this is what we get. And it's not without merits, but it's also I I, I didn't hear about that until what you just mentioned. Now, I guess I'm not fully entrenched in all that news, but I never knew about anything like that until you told me about that. Yeah, Um, I think she the person took the video down. I'm not going to name them because I think they've had enough coverage and, you know, just respectful of her. But she had a video. I think it was an article came out about the Guardian about like conditions in Rocksteady and how they spoke up. And she put out a video where essentially said, take my name off the credits. I don't want my name anywhere on this project and things like that. And then last October, the founders of Rocksteady left. So with all that going on, you wonder why it took so long. And I want to know, like, I think someone like Jason Schreier is going to have some big article about how this all happened, whether it was they want to do a single player thing and then publisher pressure said we have to do these live service things because they make more money, even though they don't. It's being (laughs) proved over and over again that it doesn't work. One did. So therefore, so everyone's chasing the purple dragon, but it never, ever, they never catch up to it. It's okay. We we all know what this is, which is them just teasing a we are going to get a Batman Beyond game. So we're just waiting, all waiting for that. Yeah, yeah and, and I'm sure we all want to catch Spyro the Dragon someday as well. And <laughs> I know people have I I mean, I finished the story and I know it's the spoilers are out there, but I won't get into them because people are basically speaking for someone who's not with us anymore. They're saying like this is disrespectful to Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. For what was relayed to me in private, I won't get into it. He was great throughout the entire process. I mean, he he probably relished that. I, I again, I can't speak for the man. He's not alive, which is, haunts me every day for the past yeah. year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure he relished the opportunity to play an evil Batman because he's been doing this role for so long, and it said, "Oh, okay, let's do something different." And I get to be the bad guy for once. I, I don't like how the story with that character ends. I think that's the issue I have with it. And I, I think they're going to handle that better. I know for a fact Kevin Conroy loved being an evil Batman because he has like he says something every like five fucking minutes. And I don't mean in a bad way. Yeah. But like every every like even during like because because technically you're competing during the missions. So like if my partner's winning 
like you'll hear, which is it sounds great, but you hear Kevin Conroy as evil Batman being like, is is Captain Boomerang winning? I want his boomerangs picked up and, and analyzed for analysis. Or if I That's start beautiful. winning, it's like I need dead shots, marks picked up and see what kind of ammo he's using. And like he he just constantly talking throughout that entire game. So it's and nice. It's something, nice to hear. something that someone brought up. That I didn't notice because I know he says like like he's essentially like watching you. But someone said they caught in the corner of the eye where he was like Batman was on the map somewhere and they saw him like basically smoke out and disappear. That's cool. Like that's something I didn't see. And I, I mean, the thing is too, is like, it's like guardians of the galaxy and that, like the team kind of doesn't gel together. And then by the end, they're more familiar, familial with one another. But I think guardians of the galaxy just did that better, like much, much better. And I guess like, uh, I'll stop talking about this game now, <laughs> yeah, but just, just to say yeah. that's, I don't want to get into this because it's such a weird thing. I mean, I just played Arkham City and Arkham Asylum on the Nintendo Switch collection last year. I love the Arkham series. I played through them again. These games are incredibly misogynistic. <laughs> like every female character is basically male gaze. Like every every all they're all called idiots. Like Catwoman sliding and she's sliding. So her like chest is out. And like even like Poison Ivy, they had an opportunity to redesign her for Arkham Knight, but you still like the man's shirt. And I don't know if misogynist is the right word, but it's basically it's like it comes across sometimes it's very mean to women. Yes, it does. Even now, like especially I'm playing, I'm like, man, this is really, really harsh. And I'm glad that there's a moment like with Harley where she kind of puts a spin on that. And that I, I really loved it. Because after so many years, it was like, oh, Harley's not bright. She's an idiot. I'm like, she's a doctor. Like, I know she, <laughs> this thing happened to her, but she's a PhD. Like, she's Dr. Harley and Quinzel. So it's just great. And then, like, Wonder Woman's there, too. Voiced by the same person who voiced Jane Foster in Marvel's Avengers, which is pretty cool. And, like, she gets a lot of moments to shine. So what you're saying is Harley Quinn is smarter than Howard Wallowit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is... Is that Wonder Woman the Wonder Woman we're going to get for the Wonder Woman game that we were supposed to get, but maybe got canceled? I'm assuming not. I don't think so, because from the 20 seconds of footage, they look different. Uh, I think that's still in the pipeline. It's just like the problem with games now is that they announced them too early for an investor bump and to get people. They're basically recruitment drives. Mm hmm. Where it's yeah. like, we're making this, come work at Monolith, we're making Wonder Woman, and then the stock sees a bump because everyone's on social media talking about the Wonder Woman game. So I'm assuming we'll see that end of this year or possibly next. I can't wait to play that. But uh, I don't think... Um, and I mean, and another thing that too is like in this, they're already talking about multiverse and yeah, so oh it, it could all be undone. Like they'll find whatever where... The Justice League, are, and the thing is, there's like audio logs with the Justice League, and it's talking about like how Brainiac arrives and how they're dealing with it. But from like everything that they're in the game, it's almost like they're the boys' version of the Justice League. <laughs> wow! Even okay. like in the Hall of Justice, it basically sounds like Homelander or A Train just being like, mm -hmm. oh, "Okay, we got to record this stupid thing for the kids." <laughs> okay. I have a comment about that, but I won't say it during the podcast because okay. I think it, I, I think, want us to move on from this. I, I think it's a huge spoiler. But my last comment for Kill the Suicide Squad or Kill the Justice League Suicide Squad, as uh, 
as the resident person is just, hey, Captain Boomerang can sure spit in my mouth. Yeah, I have been neck deep, hip deep, however deep you you want to be in uh, Power World. So I've been playing that for the last uh, week or so, or a couple weeks. Yeah, I've also. If you want me to talk more about that now, or yeah, no, please. I've I've been curious. I've seen a lot of people playing it and talking about it. I know that it looks like Pokemon with guns, but it's not Pokemon because Pokemon doesn't have guns. <laughs> so... Well, it's pretty much a Pokemon if you have the gun. Because okay. there are some Pokemon, there are some, well, they're called pals in this, but you, <laughs> most of the gunplay there is, is you shooting them and capturing them or capture or, 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 or shooting, uh, uh, of other people, because basically the story, if whatever story there is, is that you're ship, you're shipwrecked on this island with a bunch of other people, and the, the pals are hostile. They will eat you. They will. <laughs> there's a no, guy. Your pals. There's there's someone <laughs> you meet. There's someone you meet within the within ten minutes saying, "Wow, we we fuck we messed we're fucked up here. Like like I just saw a couple of my friends get eaten by some pals. So stay sharp, survive, and basically you're on your own from there. You're you're you have a box." That you keep your pals in, you throw spears, you throw pal spears to capture them after you take down their health. You you can do that yourself or have the pal you roam around with do it for you. And otherwise, you're just exploring, creating a base, resources, just like art and a bunch of other survival games. Yeah, as as much as people say it's Pokemon with guns, it's not. Oh, I know it's not. I, it's it just that the models yeah. are close. Like people just people just want to get on their knees from Nintendo, for lack of a better yeah. joke. Uh, it because I, I I hear I I cut down I I'll never work for Nintendo at this point. I'll never work for Gaming Industry Period. But like I people get way too like people are saying Nintendo, you need to go get them. Like you want to think that Nintendo somewhere when this game was you know first announced didn't look at these things and go yeah they're not they're Close enough, but not close enough for us to do anything about copyright. Like they would have a long time ago. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, I've heard this been called childish from other people, but I think, I hope that this lights a fire under Nintendo to actually do something better with their with their Pokemon. I do too, because I I've heard great things about Arceus. I had not, I have not played it yet, because I don't really play Switch and I don't like spending fifty dollars on a game. So you know, there's and- that, but. And technically, this is still in early access, quote unquote. Yeah. There's a lot of things I think that could, can, or should be improved, like some quality of life that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they will. If this is in early access, I mean, this is just them making money before they're ready to completely. Because re- it's not free, right? No, uh, it's on it's, uh, it, it oh. is on it is on Game Pass, but it's also thirty dollars on Steam. Okay, uh, and I'm. And I'm playing the majority of it on Steam because uh, a couple friends that I play with have a uh, server and they uh, adjust different uh, uh, settings for it, like giving bonus XP, upping capture rates, and a bunch of other stuff that you're able to do. That's cool. Server. I love PC. I I will always. I I wasn't a PC gamer for so long, but no, I'm glad that people are enjoying it. I'm glad it's doing good. Like I just get irritated when people start to worship corporations. No corporation is your friend. Okay. Like I don't care what they do. None of them are your friend. Like don't ever think. Yeah. Uh, Same uh, thing. 
Game corporation you work for, they're not your friend. You do their job, you make them money, they give you money. It's a, it's a symbiotic relationship, but they ain't your friend. Like, no corporation is anyone's friend. So don't yeah. ever... People fall into that stupid thing. Yeah, whenever you capture pals or whatnot, you can put them to work in your base. You can have them crafting. You can have them generating power if they're an electric type. You can have them tend tend to your farm or fields, which which are called plantations. Right. <laughs> oh boy. And and also, I wanna I wanna uh, make a point that like Carson is correct. You you can assign certain pals to certain things. But like uh, I remember when I built my first uh, plantation, uh, <laughs> I had a I had a water type like uh, like a penguin, and it would like water the the berries with its the water that comes from its mouth. And I I don't know like this this kind of go I know that like when I was a kid we had like those discussions of do people eat the Pokemon. It's like yes, here, like yeah. you eat the Pokemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I always but, assumed that you. I mean, they are always, no question. That there's got there's got to be a farm of like milk tanks somewhere that are not just for milk and Tauros. No question. Yeah. But people my are eating animals. Is, okay. We don't know where this water's coming from. Is this like potable water? Like it's just coming from inside this this like Piplup clone. Like Pip-plop I don't know. <laughs> so uh. Car- yeah, yeah, pretty much a lot. A lot of it is almost blatant, one for one. Like there's this, there's this, there's this ice type pal that looks alarmingly like a nine tail. Yeah, but they must have did whatever needed to be just enough, so they weren't. Yeah, there's, there's, there's accusations and whatnot of AI the, generation the Tendo- and a bunch of other stuff. So Nintendo would have shut them down by now if they could have. I it's Nintendo. I I've been following Power World for like the last like three years, which is one thing that I absolutely hate because people assume this game like popped up in like a month, but they've yeah, been working. Yeah. yeah, they they've been working on this game forever. I think like the YouTube channel. I, I'll, I'm probably wrong, but there's like a YouTube channel called Legal Eagle, and like yeah. this this yeah. the word he's a he's a lawyer, but he like sat down with like four other loyal or lawyer friends. And they all played it, and they're all like, "Yeah, Nintendo can't even sue for this. It's very much a parody." If yeah, even that. they would have if they could have. I mean, that's yeah, no I question. Want, well, there, well, there's certain uh, 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 like, 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 like discussions, or we're looking into this very hardly. No, they're not. They just had to say something because people kept bitching at them because, like oh, I said, some, people worship Nintendo. Oh, and someone actually made a mod. To exchange, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, pal mods, yeah, and that guy got got the ban hammer. Well, yeah, because Nintendo is gonna Nintendo protects their property and everything. I mean, yes, they. Sh- I don't like it, but they should. So, I mean, if they could have done something, something would have happened years ago when this game was being developed. Like this isn't. People are just, just stupid. Also, yeah. uh, Carson, you're playing the right way. Uh, I'm playing on Game Pass. And I said, when I say playing, I mean, I was playing on Game Pass because my partner decided to up the catching rate and our whole server crashed for like three days straight of gameplay. So I am currently not playing Power World till it gets a heavy update on the Game Pass because I think it's like I think you're in a version like point point eight or something on, uh, on Steam point oh uh, eight. I'm looking at point one oh uh, point oh point one point four point one. Yeah, we're in uh, we're in oh point we're in oh point oh one point oh two, so we're like two or 
We're like two or three <laughs> fucking like versions under you, and it's well, everything sucks. with Xbox. Well, I mean, probably any system, you have to get it approved by a lot of levels before you can do it. I know. Yes, that, that's so. That's exactly what it is. So, so they're not, and they got to pay each time. Mm-hmm. From yeah. what I, at least that's how it used to be. You had to pay for each update. So yeah. sometimes you just don't. You're just gonna wait because you don't want to yeah. keep paying. It's yeah, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, when you put your pals to work, you have to worry about their. It, every pal has a sanity <laughs> meter or sanity score okay. from 100 to zero. You have to, if you uh, get that to zero, they will. I don't know what happens if they get totally to zero. Well, they'll, well, well, they'll not, they'll not want to work. They'll want to murder you. Fuck, no, they'll wander off. They'll, if you put beds in your uh, camp, they will go lie down. They will eat something. They will do whatever they can to get their sanity up. So, yeah, you can work them as much as you can to keep their sanity good. So, I, I gotta make a joke for one person who's gonna listen to this. Phoebe, see, it will work if you get a bunk above the factory. You can just go sleep, get your sanity, and go back to work. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's gonna kill me like, when she hears this in a month from now. Even though it sounds like sooner, a but she's job. Right. It's like we have to manage her workforce. <laughs> it's pretty much what you're doing. It's pretty much what you're doing. I you, mean, uh, I manage places. That's what you do. Yeah. You, you there are work. some. There are some times when you uh, want to get a specific task for them to do done, and they'll just. There's a lot of glitches, a lot of bugs. You'll see pals just wandering around your place like stuck on geometry and whatnot it's very buggy yeah they get so, your pal to hand in the cover letter and like applying <laughs> triplicate <laughs> <laughs> no you just capture them you just this is more slavery <laughs> than employment but yes yeah also- but you can treat but yeah it, it's a you can treat them right if you want to which i yeah you there's this uh there's this one building which is basically a uh a podium pedestal where you can set how how normal and how harshly your pals have to work. Like there's a uh, normal also, setting, there's a brutal setting, and there's a slavery. Oh, well, not quote unquote slavery setting. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> there's a uh, the building. Uh, you do have to. There's a you do have to build a like a house because uh, part of the tutorial. I mean, you don't have to. Like if you want to go through the tutorial, uh, the building feels very much like Fortnite's building, where like the piece is kind of like out in front of you, and it's in the third person view. So like you know, turning, articulating the pieces. If you've ever played Fortnite with, with building, you can, you've got it in pal world. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, 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 you gotta have a, you gotta have a place for your bed so you can sleep at night and, and so you don't get stressed. That's cool though. I mean, I, I have never played a survival game. This maybe when it, when it fully releases, if there is a single player campaign, I could see myself digging into this. I doubt there's a, there, there is some kind of a single player campaign. There's like, there's different places along the map that you have to go to and face quote unquote, gym leaders, like leaders of factions. There's the syndicate faction. There's the wonder people are crying to Nintendo, huh? There's the, there's the free pal, like quest plan or, side or whatever you want to call them are these guys in like black and like black hoodies with white stripes on their heads i just saw running around attacking people they look like team rocket yeah they call them team shuttle or something (laughs) so they're just called either the syndicate the free pal alliance or the pal genetic research team i forget what they're called it looks really cool and and the uh, max and the uh workbenches that you put out or the pals or anyone to work on are are literal assembly line. 
All right. I, I'm very interested to play it someday. I, I really am, but we'll see if that happens. Yeah, and the map is big. I didn't I can I didn't know how big the the map really is until I got a uh pal that can fly and I can fly it around because because uh you have to build you have to build yeah you, know, you have to build items and saddles for you to ride your pals and there's some pals that'll swim some that'll fly some that'll run on the ground and and uh yeah you can once you get a good traversal one you can just fly them you can fly them but the the flying takes stamina so you have to rest them while you're riding them every once in a while okay all right and I do have one game that I want to mention still, which I'm doing an episode about it, but you won't hear it for months, so I'll, I'll mention it on here. I just beat Plague Knight uh, recently from the Shovel Knight campaign. Woo! Woo! That was hard. That was not a, a fun experience, but hey, when I beat it, I, I was standing up, because you have to as a gamer. You have to stand up in front of your TV. I have your wife look at you like, what are you doing? And I went, like, yeah, I went and did the, arm, the fist pump and everything when I beat that game, because fuck, that game is hard. Good game. Yeah. It's just very plague knight is very difficult i haven't played shovel knight in over two years so i don't remember how he handled very i mean i know he handled good but like i didn't have that coming in which was probably best because i'm i didn't realize how shitty my controls were i don't remember how good shovel knight was so yeah i mean the controls are good just plague knight handles he's really tough you have to really learn how to handle him well i i do want to as i can say i've also been playing tekken awesome. 8 playing what tekken 8 oh okay that looks I like Tekken series. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. It's a uh, it it it. I just upgraded my computer and it runs very well for a fighting game of that of that uh detail and whatnot. And I've also been and I've also been playing uh since it's on Game Pass. I've been playing the Persona Three Reload. Three, uh, oh yeah, uh, that came out. Persona Three. Yeah, that has tons of quality of life updates where I'm actually considering buying it for my steam deck so i can I, play it I, I weren't know, you the guy right? that bitched about persona at one time on facebook isn't Me? the pc yeah. version not that great i know greg miller is always making uh I, pc I, jokes I, on twitter and yeah, i think I, like the I, pc I, is not I great or i rarely I, I i ignore almost anything greg miller says <laughs> and i mean well, just like light jabs or whatever but i just heard that like he's he posted something about how the pc port which is not great i mean it could just be it was running well for me. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know. People who play PC, who say they play PC games and have trouble with PC games, I don't know what's wrong with them. Maybe my bias or whatnot, but almost all, almost every PC game I have played or, 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 or play has been fine. I think people and, just... If you're mostly a console gamer, like for me as a guy who came from console, like I think I can kind of touch on this. Like I, all I did was play console games. And when I went to PC, like it was just daunting. Like even now, like I was playing Assassin's Creed Revelations, I had it crash on me a couple times for like no reason. Like the game because I was trying to do the the memory mode in that game. People know what I'm talking about where you go inside the the Animus, and it just crashed for some reason. It just like looked like it crashed and it reloaded up. <laughs> like when I played that, also I had to go and copy a code and paste a code in to get it to run. Like. I also had to delete a file. I had to open up file manager, find a certain file and delete it to make the game run on PC. Like, yeah, there are PC some headaches. Yeah. Can, but again, Google is your friend. If you know, if you can ask a question to an idiot, you can ask a question to Google. Same thing will work. You'll get an, you get an extractor. Like it's not people, but so I was scared of it for a long time with the moral of the story, but you just have to be, you just, I mean, I think PC is wonderful. So, all right. 
that's my rant. Yeah, as far as Persona 3, yeah, it is. There's a lot of quality of life, to, uh, life as you said. Like, they're, they're rewind features. You, you, you go day by day in Persona. You, you have your mornings, your afternoons, your evenings to spend time before you go out into the quote-unquote dungeon. So, the, from, I haven't really used it, but from what I hear, the rewind lets you go back to a specific time of day in that day. Say That's you, cool. Say you start out the day, you go to school, you miss a particular question that your teacher says. You can go on and continue that day, but if, whenever you can save, you can hit rewind and go back to the start of that day and try to answer that question question again as an example i have heard that's a nice yeah. quality life it, for persona. it's supposed to be because uh a lot of people were having issues where uh what was it you because whenever you get to the full moon because the in the game essentially during every full moon you have a boss fight that that's a, also what it was for too because people were getting to the moons and then not being leveled correctly so i heard that's also why i was put in there as well yes yeah well we, there's certain spots where you have to get you have to uh, go to a big boss or a big dungeon, as I said, during full moons. And yeah, I'm sure that'll leave a lot of pressure. And also the the battle-to-battle system is improved. You can basically hit the weakness of an enemy and just tag in someone else to hit another weakness of another enemy and just get crowned through a bunch of enemies and in one go to, do, to finish them with the all-out attack and everything else. So. And uh, I think that's all I've been really heavily playing. I remember when Persona 3 came out and I was listening to, I think, um, like one of yours in EGM Live. And it was funny because I think a lot of people were talking about things like Manhunt 2, I think, was coming out. And it's this very controversial game and like Grand Theft Auto and Hot Coffee. And then you had Persona 3 come out. And it's a game oh, yeah, where you're shooting yourself in the head. Where you're shooting yourself in the head. Like if yeah. a high school kid shooting themselves in the head. And I'm pretty sure there's also a subplot where one of the kids dates one of the teachers. Yes. There's, so and like no one was talking about that because it just was like this niche little at the time niche little RPG. I know. The 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 I think the base Shin Megami and older Persona games I think need more love. Like one and two and and the and like a bunch of the other Jin Megami Tensei games, I think need more love. At Atlas confirm we're getting a remake of two, so that's Ooh, boy, that's gonna be fun. Killing Hitler, yay! <laughs> I do want to. I need to play more. I only ever played four. So Joe, do you, does does Suicide Squad have more Pokemon than Power World? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, there's missions where you have to put human beings in Pokeballs and get them to the buses. Oh, you can also catch humans in Power World. So I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have done that. They they spell it outright that it is inhumane to do that whenever you capture a human in a pal sphere. Okay, he, they say that is that is considered inhumane to capture a human. It's okay, he, humans aren't very good workers in power world, so there's no point to catch them anyway. So yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I've set up like a wood chopping area, and I I had like I just I played for a night, and I didn't have a, a pal that could like use it. So I was like, well, I need some wood and like, I'm whatever. I'm already here. Like, I'll give it a shot. And it was like, chop, chop. And I was like, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Welcome like, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like I, um, 
when Easy Allies came back after game trailers, they had a series called, I think it was like, no, I think it came Brandon's son, Kyle Moon, and they were, it was Brandon Jones playing through Pokemon Blue for the first time. And you get to the part with Lieutenant Surge, and he didn't know anything about the story. He was like, this is his first time playing Pokemon. Lieutenant Surge was talking about, I'm a veteran of the war. And he was like, what's war in this universe? Is like people just like firing Raichus at one another? Like, what are they warring <laughs> over? Like, what's this? And, I, I like, remember, and Kyle was just like, you're never, this is never talked about in the entire franchise. And, and there's this one comic I read long ago that basically uh, a guy with Pokemon comes up to the Pokemon Center and uh, puts down the Pokemon and say, hey, heal my Pokemon. And the uh, Nurse Joy behind the counter says, okay, that'll be uh, 2,000 credits of Poke Dollars. And the trainer's incredulous. And what, we have to pay for it now? Then the third panel is just basically riots. See, folks, that's the difference between the Canadian and poke and North American U.S. healthcare systems. <laughs> like in Canada, you just heal your Pokemon for free. <sighs> in our region, lots of ice types, though. <sighs> yeah, basically, the third panel is just a riot standoff with nurse with Officer Jenny's with Blastoises as as a riot. Spraying down rioters because they because now Pokemon health is privatized. <laughs> it is America versus oh, the socialist agenda and how it's tearing the world apart. <laughs> I think it's the rejection of the socialist agenda that is tearing <laughs> it the world is. apart. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, any other games you want to mention that we haven't talked before we go on to movies and TV? Me personally, no. Okay. Not anymore. Clear? No, I'm good. I uh, I'm. Don't have any, and also I know like <laughs> valuable of your times. I know, <laughs> uh, Mr. Joseph. Uh, no, I'm good. And Cody. No, I. I mean, I. I've also been playing Call of Duty Vanguard, which is basically uh, what if Quentin Tarantino remade Inglorious Bastards and made it a video game, and it's not funny. Um, it like so if you like <laughs> okay. if you like uh, I mean it's it's I don't know it's like how how are video games funny you know you know what I mean like it's fine. It's it's an action movie. If, I was gonna if you say like you action st- movies, Call of Duty Vanguard. I was gonna say you son of a bitch, I'm in. But if it's not funny, I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I picked it up on sale. You know, I don't know. It'll be good for the economy. <laughs> <laughs> or any uh, movies or TV you want to mention? Oh no, I mean I I've been reading Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle: uh, The Last Ronin. It, oh, it's, oh, it's good. Yeah, it's a great. Good. I found it, it. It was on sale at Target. I was like, all right, I'll. I've been wanting to read it. Cool. It's good. Have uh, Lost Years is pretty good too. Yeah, I, I found the hardcover good. trade at uh at Walmart. I haven't. I, I just skimmed through and picked up, but I've heard good things. It's good. It's it's well done. It's they're gonna milk it to a dies, but I think didn't somebody say or whoever they said there's gonna be a, a Ninja Turtles game based off of that? Yeah, uh, they, I, I, they. I've seen the announcements. They did. They did. They announced it like early last year in around March, and then Nothing. later that year they officially announced it. And then recently, the studio making it had to lay off fifty people, so it's mm. probably not coming out. <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh. Hey, maybe WB can make it. It can be a live service game where you have to pay for each turtle. You know, oh that's, boy. Even though that shouldn't be the way it is, but I can I see mean, there's, WB there's doing only it. One. <laughs> I know, but I can still see WB doing it. Also, I mean, uh, if just, you're going to the lost years, there's. 
there's four, but that's neither here nor there. So that's all different. My last comment uh, in that uh, on the last Ronin game um, is that of the 1,900 layoffs that Microsoft is proposing, technically it hasn't happened. A, the FTC is is objecting based off of that project those projected layoffs. Uh, they're they're objecting to the merger because they said that Microsoft's claimed that they were going to keep things status quo. And it turns out deleting 10% of your workforce is not considered a status quo. And number two, members of the Communication Workers of America Union uh, were not affected by the layoffs. So get more unions in the in the tech sphere, get more unions at Microsoft, get more unions uh, at Ubisoft and, and all those places, because that's how we get protections for, for women. That's how we get protections for minority groups and, and just workers like, you know, workers yeah. need protection sure. and you know if you've looked at the recent acquisitions you you're likely to be owned by a mega corporation right now if you make video <laughs> games so you're you're gonna get embracered sooner than you realize <laughs> so yeah join a union because unions will protect you that's all that's all i, I always love when I, I used to work for a big corporation They're like unions are bad and you said make us watch these videos i'm just like okay and now i look back, and i was like early 20s i'm like okay sure unions are bad now i'm like you fucking were lying to me <laughs> like who would have thought but that's a whole nother story <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I do have one comic I read that I want to mention. I've been, since you mentioned, I'm reading Justice League New 52 again. I've got 20 issues in so far. I'm just reading it just for the hell of it, just because I needed something to do and I'm at night before I go to sleep, and I'm really enjoying it. it it's good. A lot of written by Jeff Johns, too, which helps. I think I read it, <coughs> excuse me, Throne of Atlantis. Yes. I think All that's right. how far I got before I bounced. Oh, that's not. That's the second. There's the there's a it's not written like what I'm used to with comic books. You have the first arc, which is the beginning of the Justice League, which is Justice League War, that movie, which is good. And then there's a couple other random stuff happening. And then they get the throne of Atlantis in the it ends around 18. But that jumps back between Aquaman and Justice League. But I, yeah, like, I like that arc. Aquaman was one of the books in the new 52 that I was reading <laughs> until Jeff Johns left. I think I need to finish it. I read it. I was reading it, too. And I got to a point and I think I got the same point you did where Jeff Johns left and I just put it down. I, I need to go back. I'm trying to go back and read more New 52. I just like New 52. But I'm glad that you checked out Last Ronin, Cody. That's a that's a great series. Like you're in. That's a good time. I, I even have the Funko Pop for those that are you know the three of us sitting here in, in front of the camera. Oh, nice. My only complaint about Last Ronin is I think it would have been a better twist if they never revealed who it was. You know, not the end of the first like issue. Which turtle. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember the big hype about it and everybody talking about it before it came out. And, and, and I was really surprised when I finally read it a year later that it was in the first issue. So, <laughs> I did not expect that. All right. Anyone? Uh, Blair, do you have any TV or movies you want to mention? I'm OK. So we don't have the Peacock streaming service in Canada. So I hate when things get announced on Peacock because I know there's going to be some convoluted way for me to watch it. So I think I, we've been watching my fiance and I've been watching Ted and it's really great. I didn't I don't know who was asking for a Ted prequel. You know, it's a movie where like Mark Wahlberg has his teddy bear come to life. So I think in Peacock, they dumped Seth all the episodes. Yeah, I think in Peacock, they dumped all the episodes at once. But here in Canada, it's on a it's on a channel that you have to subscribe through through someone else on a platform called Stack TV. So we only get one episode a week. So we've Blame just Canada. been kind of watching it legally like that. But like it's it's really funny and uh, i i saw the first one with ted when it came out and i thought it was fine i never watched the sequel until last night actually because we just threw it on because we had never seen it before but like it's 
it's like a really funny classic sitcom throwback and the guy who plays the young Mark Wahlberg is incredible like he's he sounds exactly like Mark Wahlberg like the writing's really sharp like I I saw people on Twitter like showing jokes and then it made me want to watch it there was one in particular where they're they're talking about like McDonald's apple pies and how they're super <laughs> hot and they, they throw it and it basically explodes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like it was such yeah, a great bit that it kept going throughout the entire episode. Same with Hot Pockets. They, those are those are grenades. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you're finished, sorry. Well, uh, I'll uh, I have been keeping up with the uh, with the uh, with my stories with wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, I am completely on the Cody train. I want him to finish the story. I want all this. I, 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 I am loving all this drama and everything between The Rock, Roman, and all this and whatnot. So yeah, I'm keeping it up. With, I'm, I'm keeping up with it. I'm ready for WrestleMania 40. That's good. I never watch wrestling, but I, I, I like documentaries about it. I just watched a documentary about Ric Flair, actually, last night. Yeah, I, I miss watching wrestling. Like, I saw the Iron Claw in theaters in January uh, or, like, December. And I was I, watching a show called Heels that got canceled. And, like, I love the idea of wrestling, but not the commitment. Like, I haven't really watched it since, like, the 2000s. If you want some good, if, if, if you want a good podcast or discussion about wrestling nowadays and old days, I suggest osw reviews old school wrestling reviews they uh they go pay-per-view by pay-per-view just discussing what happens behind the scenes uh what they think of the matches and uh how the how how booking is done and everything just really in really funny in that just just poking fun at the whole wrestling thing it's love that wrestling is a reminder, or WrestleMania rather, is a reminder how old I am because the first WrestleMania happened <laughs> on my like in the year of my first birthday. So I'm just like, how old am I again? Like, what WrestleMania are we at? Forty? Oh yeah, that one. Forty. <laughs> That's a good way to keep track. Yeah, I have been getting back. I I got back into wrestling when during uh, WrestleMania 30 when Daniel Bryan won the uh, won won the. Uh, won the heavyweight title and that was magical the whole story behind that so getting into the uh bollocks and and interesting behind the stage everything about wrestling is just really fun like like osw and and the also documentary of the dark side of the ring i've been watching a lot that's all that's also interesting and i recommend so yeah that's what i've been watching okay and joe do you have anything well, yeah, it's that time. Play the oh, theme yeah. song, Mike. Joe's, Joe's Anime Corner. My Anime Corner. We don't have a theme song yet, so it's Joe's <laughs> Anime Corner. There's three I've been watching lately. One I haven't watched. I watched the, I read the manga, but I need to one-up Phoebe, so I'm doing that, so everyone be surprised. The first one, that is, it's on Netflix, and it's very cool, very funny, very interesting. It's delicious in Dungeon. It's uh the main plot is basically that it's basically a D&D group and they live in a very magical fanatical world and uh in the middle of the beginning they're fighting a dragon and his sister straight up gets eaten and they don't know if they can bring her back because technically a dragon takes 1 month to digest the food in its stomach so the plot is is to hopefully go down into the dungeon which is I don't know how many floors because it's it, it's all over the place Find the dragon while it's asleep because it takes it after it eats, it hibernates for a month. 
hopefully cut it open and find the sister and either she will be okay or we can bring her body back to be resurrected because they're not sure how that works. Yeah, I've, 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 uh, I, I read some of that. It is very funny. And yeah. all the and all the ways they think up the cook monsters as meals. Yeah, the, just, yeah, yeah. The, the the plot for it is is that they need to save money, so they have to eat monsters to survive. There's a very like good. There's an opening bit where they make like a was it scorpion and scorpion and mushroom hot pot, and then they also eat like jewel bugs and all well, like kind of jelly slime. Stuff. Yeah, it it it's very funny. Very it, the English dub's also really good, so I highly recommend it. The second one is going to be what is essentially the bare bones of what anime is going towards to the future. And I kind of hate it, but I'm also pretty fine with it. Originally, it was from Korea, but it's called uh, Solo Leveling. And that is essentially what every Manwa and Manwa Korean light novel is in Korea right now, which is main character is a regular guy. He gets killed and awakens with new magical power and magical power is super OP. Yeah, it, it it's pretty cool. The animation goes really well. The opening's okay, but I I think it's it. I, I was saying it it's interesting that that is essentially what everything is going to become because I know because I read a lot of stuff and my partner reads a lot of stuff and everything now is just power fantasy. Yeah, uh, I've heard yeah I've heard mixed reviews about that one. I think it's okay. I'm waiting for it to get to a certain part before I start watching it. And the last one is called Chain Warrior. Where essentially in the world, only women get superpowers. The men are shit out of luck. I like this idea of that world, by the way. And the main real time. Yeah. And the main character is sad. And so he ends up uh, going home one day where I guess random portals pop up. And there is a woman who can turn the monsters into slaves. And she goes, hey, uh, sometimes if people like to become slaves, it becomes easier. So do you want to be my slave, 16-year-old child? And he's like, I'm living every teenager's dream right now. To which he, become, <laughs> he becomes abnormally powerful. But the, the catch is, is that if he becomes her slave, she has to, her body unwillingly does stuff for him. So it goes everything from kisses to French kisses to stepping on his face. I thought and, she was becoming her slave or she's becoming his slave. Well, yeah, she becomes his slave, and it, oh. the the uh, the deal is it has the 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 reward has to match the work he does. So the harder the boss fight gets, the more sexier the prize gets. <laughs> and then and and then the way they the way they remedy that is there are other girls with powers, and their powers kind of affect him. So they grab onto the chain on his neck. And he gets different powers. But the catch is with that as well is is after he gets done with the fight, they have to also do what he wants. And it can it's funny because you 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 have other characters doing other stuff. But the uh, the one that I think is is always really funny is there's a small like there's, a, there's like a 12 year old girl character. And it's like he's like, I don't know where this is going to go. And I'm concerned for my legality. And it's just like a kiss on the cheek. And he's like, oh, cool. You're not a weirdo. And you see her as a little sister. And he's like, yes. Because I will not make a child do weird things. And it's like, good job, anime. I'm glad you're not being too fucking weird. Better than Fire Emblem. Okay. That's my anime corner. I'm just going to sit here now. So if anybody has anything else. Okay. I have two quick things. Uh, one, I, wa- I finished Medium, a show from the early 2000s. Re- it's on Paramount. Really damn good. Highly recommend it. I really enjoyed it. We watched all seven seasons of it in like two months, I think. So it's really good. It gets weird as hell near the end, but it's a good show. I recommend it a lot. 
And then I watched Mission Impossible 1 again because it was on Paramount. They kept advertising that the new Mission Impossible was on. So then I ended up, so now I'm going to try to rewatch all of them. Because I, and one is a perfect movie. I will stand yeah, by is, that. It is great. It's so damn good. Just the filming, everything, like, ugh. two, uh, not so much. But Yeah, I have never seen a Mission Impossible movie. Well, if you have Paramount, you can easily do it. Yeah. Like, two is, it's fine. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's but, like, all the other ones are amazing. I haven't, I've seen one through four. It's been a while since I've seen three. So I'm going to, once I finish two, I'm, I'm going to watch three. Because at one point, Netflix had one, two, and four for some reason. I remember five didn't do much for me as I loved Ghost Protocol. And then Protocol the next, the next, the sixth one where Henry Cavill reloads his arms. <laughs> that one was really great. I've never saw that one. I was actually supposed to go see it in theaters on a date, but it's, I went bowling instead. So I never did see it. Yeah, oh, that's a Mission Impossible one in theaters in 96. And about the novelization in the back of the novelization is an ad for Mission Impossible coming soon from Ocean for the Nintendo Ultra 64. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's that. Anything else somebody wants to add? We got a couple of minutes. All right. Oh, my. Oh, yes, sorry. Go ahead, Carson. Oh, no, go on ahead. Oh, my wife and I have been watching BattleBots. It's on it's on Max. <laughs> It's so much fun. There's so much drama. We have a we have a running gag is uh, the the announcer's name is Farouk and he is a very you know boxer announcee voice. And each season we always go like, did they hire a writer this this season? And you could tell when they did. It was like either either they have a really bad writer and Farouk is like the best actor in the world for putting twelve thousand percent behind his announcement and like the little build up stories. So like there'll be like Valkyrie is is one of the robots and he'll be like he'll hum the Valkyrie theme then go it's Valkyrie and it's like it like like he is sometimes it, they're on point but then sometimes he'll just be like oh, you know this one killed your your mother on her way to grandma's house it's torture dial and you're just like what the fuck dude like correct so, correct, ah! correct 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 me if I'm wrong or I might be I think that's a wrestler or used to be a wrestler. Yeah, Farouk was part of the Nation of Domination. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, one of the announcers, Kenny Florian, I guess was a UFC fighter. I've never heard anyone who likes UFC talk about him. So I think I know him as a as the robot announcer. And so, like, whatever. I don't know. He he can be. He could have been in the UFC for all I know. (laughs) Well, uh, well, hey, speaking of UFC, if you if you care at all, there's a. there's a YouTube channel I watch a lot. Well, I've started getting into about the UFC called the guy's name is Napoleon Blown Apart. Like, uh, yeah, that's Andy, funny. Yeah, that he, is a porn name. Yes, that is. That's not like one. Yeah, and he uh, does like essays and whatnot and, and retrospectives of different UFC stuff. Like he had a whole. He had a two, he had a whole two part mm-hmm. retrospective on uh, the ult- on on the Ultimate Fighter that old uh, reality show and it's just it, his his uh, mm-hmm. style is just super fun super loose and and uh, very funny I recommend it I didn't even know BattleBots was still going on oh my friend it is it is so good and the judges suck like if any decision ever goes to the judges it's like fuck like you you don't know what's gonna happen they could. They could totally throw this in a way that you didn't think it was going to. But also, thank you for letting for for this. I need to get the uh, boo this man sound for my soundboard. So for for <laughs> next time when when uh 
when I hear a horrible name, like <laughs> what what Napoleon blown apart, like that is yes. so good and yes. and so yes. awful. <laughs> yes, yes, on, yes, on YouTube, that is the channel's name. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, and I think we start wrapping this up. Uh, Blair, where can people find you at? I'm not really active on many things right now. Um, I guess. I'm on most things you on Twitter, Blue Sky, Instagram threads. I bounce around all of them. I guess Twitter is still the one I use the most, even though nothing gets seen. You can read my work whenever I publish it, which hasn't been of much frequency lately on comicbookvideogames.com. Uh, there's lots of reviews, interviews and things there you can check out while you're waiting for me to say put up a Suicide Squad review. You can also go on Facebook and follow the comic book video games Facebook page where I'll post new articles or when a friend puts up something like uh, I'm assuming Diego, Diego Rivera will have a Suicide Squad review up for me. So I'll share links to stuff like that, too. All right. And Carson, where we find you at? Yeah, uh, I just started a uh, I started streaming again under alias Desiree Corruption, D.E.R. Uh, well, uh, that uh, well, be a corruption link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a link. Corruption with a K on Twitter. Uh, we got on, yeah, on Twitter, Blue Sky, and uh, and uh, Twitch. I've started streaming Mondays, modern stuff, and every day is a different thing. I, I don't want to go over it all the time, but it, I am using a PNG tuber avatar. So okay, I found you. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes for you for people that want to follow you on Twitch. And Cody, where we'll find you at? Well, hey, everybody. I'm, my name is Cody, and uh, I've started my, I think, 17th try at content creation. It's Night Owl Gaming on YouTube. I, I've been doing it, like, just actually minutes before we started recording this. I just put <laughs> up a video about uh, controllers that I've used and kind of like the modern analogs that I use uh, to to play games from my past. So. I try to in integrate like history from pop culture of the time that I'm discussing. And I also try to talk about topics in a slightly different way. So, for example, I did a uh, Advanced Wars review uh, of the remake, and I talked about how my experiences as a combat veteran kind of uh, have changed how I view war. Because when the originals came out on the Game Boy, I was I was in a very Bush uh, leaning conservative Christian home. And so I had a very different idea of what war was like after I went to war. And so, you know, it, it kind of changes how how you think about games. And also, coincidentally, as we talked about on on that episode, that game was delayed twice by international conflict. So like it's mm -hmm. it's it's not saying that they're really connected, but like there is a connection. So it is kind of interesting to kind of think about and talk about those things. And, you know, so I like to talk about stuff like that. And you can find me on YouTube, Blue Sky, because I don't fuck with Twitter anymore. And TikTok <laughs> as at Night Owl GMNG. Oh, yeah. I was, I was want to say I'm also on TikTok as well. Just browsing and one. I haven't done any content for it yet, but I might. I make squirrel videos <laughs> from my <laughs> desk. That's about it. Hell yeah. I, I want to make content for actual, like, like short quick reviews but that hasn't happened yet so if you enjoyed this episode or 550 other episodes on pod you can find everything i do you can search what are you playing and find the whole catalog of over three years of these so if you want to listen to more of those go do that if you want to support the show we do a patreon for a little dog you vote in our patreon poll you will see a link in the show notes to that please help us out we have polls every month so you get to affect the show oh we have a discord please join our discord chat with us please need more people you'll see a link in the show notes to that 
Uh, we'll give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy Elena at Hell Has Fear. You can follow her on TikTok, Twitch, Instagram. You will see a link to her link tree and show notes, obviously. And give a shout out to Bill Tucker from a gamer looks at 40. Definitely go follow him. He started his own podcast years ago at this point, but he's on the show all the time. So definitely go support him. And please check out No Meant to Fantasy, another podcast I- I'm friends with and work with, and Nintendo Main Podcast. Oh, Trace. Sorry, go ahead. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, Blue Sky, TikTok, Squirrel Videos, and YouTube audio only. I think that's everything I need to say, so we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.